Recording in progress. Jesus. <laughs> this meeting. Yeah, the recording in progress lady is really the best thing that's happened in 2021 so far. Uh, Maybe that is what is best happened. Recording. It's funny she doesn't say live streaming in progress. You'd think that, you know, someone being on a work call and someone live streaming their work call on YouTube would be more worrisome than recording. We're recording your words. You are being filmed. It's so no one, they probably got sued. They were like, okay. And then, you know, someone's in a work call in their underpants or whatever, and then they get mad. Underpants call. I bet that's what happened. We're selling underwear. Mark, what do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? What have we here? These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. (laughs) May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys. No one can hear you. No one can hear you. Oh my god. Rolling in you, from the back. I was going to say, what were you trying to do? I was turning the fan down. I forgot I had a fan on me. Oh, I thought you were trying to, you know, like slide your way in. No. I slide was turning into the, the live stream. Turning the fan off because I don't want the blowings on the microphone. Good day, Galaxy. Everyone's ears appreciate that, but I hope it doesn't make you too sweaty. Remember back in the day, I used to get super hot in the studio. Mm-hmm. Breathing. Well, I was going to say mostly all the all the equipment <laughs> and the enclosed space and the lack of a fan. Lack of a fan. Um, important question must be answered in the intro. C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Which one of us is which? I don't know. We have to. We must choose. I'm both. We must You're, have to poll. We'll, we'll poll the listeners. I'm I'm shorter and stouter, so I'm R2, R2. dickhead. dickhead. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm R2. That's fine. Height alone determines my. That's all. That's my your character. Main factor. That's fine. And you're pesty, pesty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's been height and height only for a while. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, welcome. What are we at? Two sixty nine. Episode two six nine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you caught up with Bad Batch? Um, all the way. I'm closer. That's fine. That's fine. I haven't. I haven't seen this, the most recent episode. So I watched four episodes today, um, oh. and I have. I think I'm up to seven. So I haven't watched eight and nine. I'm two behind, but I'm much further than I was last episode. Much further. Much How, further. What are your? So what was the last episode? Walk through. What was the most recent? The episode seven is where uh, Rex pops up, and then Rex is like, "You guys haven't yanked that chip out of your head. What the fuck are you thinking?" Yeah. And they go to that old ship and they try to do it. And Wrecker's like, oh my God, I have a headache. So I'm going to try to kill you now. Mm, yep. And then he chases Omega and then they conk him out and they eat berries or something and he's happy. That was the uh, the missed opportunity that I thought when he, when he was chasing Omega that I thought maybe she was going to use some force power because she was yep. cornered. Still did, you feel, did you feel the same way? or? Yeah, like, I keep waiting for her to use force powers. 
Yeah. Like Wrecker, his uh, chip turns on and he knocks out everybody else in the crew. And then Omega comes up and like, you know, force push or force freeze mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know either. And uh, I debunked my own theory. And it was a trash theory already that uh, <laughs> Omega was uh, a clo- clone palpy somehow and related to Ray somehow. But uh, I did some quick digging and noticed that Ren Kylo. Uh, he says your your father was the son of Palpatine. So in in that assumption, Omega couldn't be her mother because it's it's her dad that's related to Palpy, not her mother. So. Fucking sexist. Yeah, we're, what were we we're agreeing with? <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, Jacob Weiss was already making fun of me. Now I get to make fun of myself because he's absolutely right. So. <laughs> well, you can make fun of us on theories all day. Now, I will say you were hyper uh, inflammatory about the episodes last week or last episode. You know, because sometimes we like to shit on them and they're actually not that bad and we're kind of sure. going on a rant about one sure. thing. But, um, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. They, so did the they, Echo... They are ha- like one, one task episodes, which is... Yeah. That stuff kind of triggers me, but... Sure. But well, how was your feeling? Because I felt like the Echo episode was the one, or not Echo, Rex. Rex episode was the one I was like, oh, okay. Like things seem to be like starting to happen. It was moving it forward a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't crazy. Just like a tick above the rest of the trash episodes. I say trash, but the, uh, the rest of those errand episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, I yeah. am one more ahead of you. Oh boy! And sh- there is shit on fans. There you know, is. I opened WhatsApp and I saw a spoiler uh, in the preview line from the spoiler chat, which I haven't gone into because I haven't caught up. But I did see a preview and somebody name dropped somebody. So oh, so you're saying Cad Bane? Uh, no, Disney <laughs> Disney spoiled that one for me because yeah. he's in the thumbnail for the episode. I I <laughs> so thanks a lot. I uh, I like. Understand it, but at the same time, if you're gonna mass, you know, post something, do yeah. not post the thing that the whole episode's. It's not wrapped around him, but you know, that's the big like. Oh man, we get to see Cad Bane again. This is great. Yeah, he doesn't play a major role yet, at least you know from what I've seen. But it's like, dude, why would you do that? Disney execs. Yeah. See, Marvel Marvel has done such... And actually, Star Wars, up until recently, has done we such a great job. We can't talk about Marvel this episode. We won't. But Marvel has done such great things. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know... Why would you post the whole, the whole thing? I don't know. But the I was going through... I watched as much as I could, and then I was going through to see what episodes I had left. And then... Yeah, I think it's episode nine. It's just... Cad Bane's just right there on the thumbnail. And I was like, oh, I guess we're going to see Cad Bane. Yeah, it's fun to see him. So, like I said, some shit goes down. I'm one episode ahead of you. So, it's after Rex leaves. They're still kind of messing around on that planet, and they basically get cornered. Okay. Not particularly by CAD, but... Um, well, I see at the end of that episode with Rex, there's two bounty hunters that are like, tell the Empire, we found them. Mm-hmm. And it kind of ends that way. Yeah. Well, what's his face? Uh, not Sharp... Oh, I always want to call him Sharpshooter. Deadeye. What the fuck's the... Crosshair. Crosshair. One of the stigmatic bullshit names. The guy that uses a sniper rifle. Yes. Just call him sniper rifle. He catches up with them on that junk world of a planet, and it's it's kind of a more fun episode. People get shot, finally, which 
it's dumb to say, but people get shot. <laughs> people who aren't droids get shot. Yes, thank you. And uh, yeah, you know, but droids aren't people, so things are, things happen. Are it's, droids people? There is one little part of that episode with that ends with Cad Bane. I'll just spoil it. Um, that there is like a small little cornering of of the heroes, the good guys, and and they do something that I'm like, wow, how rebellion of them, like mm. making do with what they got. They they kind of figure their way out of the, a corner, and it's like, man, no one would have ever thought of that. Like outside, like in the Empire, it's it's a it was kind of like a breath of fresh air. It was like, yeah. oh, look at that. So what do you? Well, you you mentioned rebellion, so. Do you think we're pushing towards by the end of the season, Bad Batch joins? Well, obviously the rebellion isn't officially formed quite yet, but do you think that's where they're headed? They're going to be part of the rebels. I'm assuming. Well, you're saying the rebels, the show, or like the rebels? No, like they're just going to be part of the alliance. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I assume somehow, some way. You know what I really think is they're going to do something to help out the rebellion, almost in a Han Solo esque way. But they're not going to maybe particularly join because their entire lives have been wrapped around fighting. And it's like, dude. They want to retire. I would like to just live. Like Thanos. And just get lost. Like Rex almost has it. Is Rex. Well, Rex is kind of balls deep with the Rebels at that point. Um, I don't know. Because in Rebels, they find Rex and he's just hanging out with a few extra clones. Yeah. On this backwater planet. Remember, they turn one of those walkers into like I'm- fucking RV or something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because they show him really old in Rebels because he's got that white beard and everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think he they mm-hmm. do kind of get him to join back up. Yeah, well, like for an episode, they're like we need your help, and then goodbye. You're like great, have fun. Good uh, to see you. Yeah, yeah. What was your thoughts on the other episodes leading up to the Rex episode? Um, you didn't mention this. Um, and I don't know if you did on purpose to not spoil it, but those two girls that Ahsoka befriends show back up when they're trying to, I kind of missed, I kind of tuned out a little bit on that one. They're trying to just get a droid's head. Like they're trying to steal a Dude. droid's head from the, from Corellia. And then they meet I, up with those two, uh, vigilante sisters or whatever they I called. completely zoned out on that episode <laughs> and still got everything out of it that I needed to. I was like, dude, I watched maybe two and a half minutes of all of all the entire thing, and I get it. Yep. Like Omega learned to use her bow, and and they got and you can see the droid armor slowly being destroyed, and you're like, yep. got it, check mark. Omega okay, almost n- fell into the lava pit at the end of Terminator Two, but then they saved her at the yes. last minute. That's yeah. what happened. She she learned the skill of arm strength in that one. Because that's what the, that's where it started off, and they're like, "Oh, you'll get better. You need arm strength." And then twenty minutes later, she must have done a lot of fucking push-ups between there. And, <laughs> Jesus, something well, cl- happened. Clinging for your life of, at the edge of a pit is—you'll get muscles real quick. Oh yeah, leveled up. When leveled you don't up. have a choice, you just learn. You know, when you're just the, yeah. The other episode was when um, Wrecker was wrestling. Yeah, that was fun. Was I overplaying it, or was it just as bad as I was saying? Uh, it wasn't the whole episode, but it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was. I, it was fifty percent of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I always like to ask because you know I, I have a certain feeling about that stuff, and maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe no, I, I don't go think back, you but... were too far off. We feel the same about this. Yeah. Um, did you notice the voice of that character, Sid, that green alien that's sending them on these jobs? No, but it. Now that you say that, 
Why? And that's why I chose the background that I chose. It's uh, Rambo? What's his face's aunt from UHF. Yeah. Wait, what? That Weird Al's uh, is his, his mom or his aunt or whatever. Look in at UHF. Yeah, that's her. Why do I need to know this? Because it's <laughs> I recognized the voice immediately, and I was like, "No way!" And then she's also in um, she also in Cheers. I think it's the same girl. Wow, what? I'm pretty sure. Unless You're I'm connecting weird unless dots. I'm connecting weird. Do- All right, let's just let's do a little let's do a little uh, researchery right now. How about that? Just want to make things up. The bad badge. My uh, computer's going a little crazy right now. Crazy. How do you like the uh, character of Sid while we're on it? She's pretty cool. You know, I like the people that are just in the middle. And they're like, you know, do all these things. I don't really care. I just want some money. I'm trying to. <coughs> excuse me. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to figure it out because I know. Even the bad guys, from a certain point of view, are enemies to the Empire because they can't. Even, the good guys and the bad guys can't do their normal everyday things because the Empire's the oppression of them. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Perlman. Oh my God! This is she's she's in UHF, right? And Cheers and Matilda. Uh, I didn't know she was in UHF. I swear, I could be wrong, but I thought it was uh, Weird Al's. His aunt or whatever that he's staying with. I guess Rodeo I Drive. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. All right, yeah. well, still, I recognized her from Matilda as well. I d- I'm honestly, I don't even remember her in, in Matilda. I would have guessed it from the uh, Cheers. Well, now, now I have to figure out who this person is. Yeah. You're never going to find it. Well. Not not listed. Bum. <laughs> See? <laughs> Emo Phillips. Whatever, I don't care that much. All right, well, I mixed up the actresses. I'm sorry, but I did recognize the voice right away. And Good this call. Is still a funny background, even though it doesn't make any sense anymore. But to, whatever. To be honest, I never, I would have never guessed Rhea Perlman was still in the uh, acting business by any means. So, especially cheers. Star Wars cartoon. Yeah, cheers, cheers is a long time ago. Yeah, it's very, yeah. very different uh, media or very different subjects, I guess. Cheers is one of those. Shows that I uh, I went back and started watching, kind of just binging through, and it's it holds up. It's kind of just a fun, quirky show. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Did you know uh, the later seasons were written by a guy that went to our high school? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. Yeah, I think your dad or my dad graduated with him, but he was a he was a co writer for Cheers. Yeah, weird, that's pretty cool. Weird shit. We'll have to bust out the yearbook. <laughs> yeah, dig it up. Let's see what's up. Oh yeah. Oh man! So uh, no, I, I didn't get fully caught up, but I'm close. CT fifty six six one three says so. Assuming that was the same rancor as the one in Return of the Jedi, are we supposed to be sad when Luke kills it after being? Well, it's not the assumption because Bib Fortuna shows up at the end of that episode to pick up the rancor. So it's more than an assumption. I mean, they spoon fed you that one. Well, here's a thought though: a rancor is a pretty giant animal. How how long do Rancors live? It Rancor could have been the, this Jabba's, one's all, yeah. yeah. The one in Jabba's Palace was I was pretty mature. You know, that thing could be like 300 years old. Also, I've played KOTOR a bunch. Rancors don't get that big. 
snort, Jabba's snort. rancor is on some type of protein powder <laughs> because it is fucking gigantic. It's just eating Twilight skeletons. That's where it's getting all its growth. They're feeding it the good stuff, but I don't know. Snort, snort. Yeah, I mean, I, I that was, it is kind of, it does kind of leave you feeling a weird way. It's like, oh, ha Wrecker just wrestled this rancor for the entire episode, and then, you know, 20, 30 years later, Luke's cutting it in half and throwing rocks at its head. And I don't know if it's the same one, though. Uh, but why it, would Bib Fortuna come and pick it up? If it, why would they even put right. that in there if it wasn't the same one? So, it's yeah. to lead you to that, yeah. It got, it's got to be that. Unless the baby rancor is food for the big rancor. And that's some sorts kind of fucked up. Maybe when they eat each other, they multiply in size. <laughs> multiply in size? Yeah, like you level up, you de- you, du- you double in size. Or Mul- not yeah. Multiply is like if they gave birth to like a bunch of themselves. <laughs> well, the, I don't know the rules of rancors. I don't know the. I don't. Know. We need a we need a rancor um, animal expert on a rancor rancher. Yeah, exactly. Like the fat guy with that lost his rancor at the end and cried. With the Camorian, him and the Camorian. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I my guess would be knowing that like Wookiees live super long, I would probably guess that Rancors live like, you know, three or four or five hundred years. So it might not be the same one, but why would they put Bib Fortuna in there? Blah blah blah. That's what I think of it. I'm looking it up. So you, I like your background, but why do you pick one that had you in ninth place? I just searched uh, searched it up. Whoever posted that screenshot sucks. It should be in the lead. I'm not finding uh, the life expectancy of a rancor. It's a random question, but how long do rancors live? Standing around five meters tall. What's that, like 15 feet? Yeah, I was going to say two meters is like six foot, over six foot. Two meters is like seven foot, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really say. And I'm assuming, you know, depending on the planet they're from, there's probably different species of rancor. Different variants. Here's a lovely article from We Got This Covered, who we should probably never quote. <laughs> so we'll I, quote it. As I go in to quote it. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter at this point. I just wondering. It was a random So question. the Rancor that Luke killed had a name. I can't pronounce it, but it was a male Rancor. And Moochie, who is the baby Rancor in this episode, is female. Oh, now we've answered the question. So they can change sexes. <laughs> that is possible. Some like <laughs> reptiles do that. So maybe. I know. And then have you ever seen Jurassic Park? It was yes. It was named Rancor DNA. It was named Moochie. So maybe when Jabba got it as a gift, he changed his name. Its name. No, I, I would. Uh, I'm under the assumption. Yeah, he must. Uh, it would have been the baby of Moochie. I just. All right, so here's a, there's a couple there's two options for this scenario. Or yeah, go ahead. One, Filoni didn't research Wikipedia and just thought it would be a cute gesture and put it in there, and 
you know, Bib Fortuna. Obviously, we're supposed to assume that. But why would they put Bib in there? If it, what's the point of that? That makes the fan service <clears throat> from your complaint even worse because there's there's no connection. It's stupid. Well, you know, let me try to answer this then. Maybe <laughs> Jabba is just a rancor savant. He likes rancor, so he collects them. Like people in Texas. They just yep. have a bunch of tigers. Jabba's Texan. We figured it out. Got it. He lost his hat along the way. He's a big cowboy. Rancor hat. Yeah, I guess he couldn't wear cowboy boots, so he'd have to go with a hat. <laughs> Just one boot stuck to the end of Just his tail. Just a spur sticking out of his ass. <laughs> do slugs have asses, though? <laughs> they all do. Well, somewhere. Something's got to happen. I don't know. They just like they just kind of ooze stuff out of their skin. No, I don't need to know. Is like that what? Ooh. That's some... Just no leaves comment. a trail of like slime feces as he's waddling away. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's it. It is a very interesting choice for a crime lord, crime organization species. We'll just make them tubs of lard, bro. I think it works because a lot of times the person that's in that's high yeah. in charge isn't actually doing the grunt work. You know, they're sitting back and reaping the rewards. No, and I ordering get it. People around, but. You know, Sidious stays slim. So, what's Jabba's? Uh, Dude, those robes can—they can hide. They you can don't know, hide. You a don't bunch. know what's under there. <laughs> they also make you sweat. So he's probably just dehydrated. <laughs> Dark side dehydrates all. <laughs> yeah. What is your uh, favorite? I know we've talked about the like beasts of Star Wars, but that were on the Rancors. What's one of your favorites? Definitely not the Sarlacc pit. Or the Sarlacc. How do you feel about the Sarlacc pit? I just hate that they put a beak in it. So you're fine with the actual Sarlacc. You just are upset at the... uh, Adding of the beak, yes. I mean, I think if we're going to accept crate dragon sand tremor beasts, then I'm okay with that. And I'm also okay with the Sarlacc pit. I think. And the fact that it's a living organism is kind of cool. But the beak is silly. I also wonder how the Sarlacc can survive. Like, when Jabba decides to make a sacrifice and he takes prisoners out there and chucks them in, it gets some food. But the rest of the time, it's just waiting for someone to wander through the dune sea and just nope. fall into it. No, no. <laughs> You've never seen an actual Sarlacc? I'm going to no? screen share here if I can. Oh, I think, yeah, I think you have showed me before, but I don't remember, so refresh got, my memory. They got fucking limbs, bro. They'll jump at you. What? Yeah. Okay. This is why I don't read Star Wars comics. <laughs> yeah, I have they, no uh, interest in this. <laughs> they're terrifying. They, they're literally tremors, but they have arms and legs. It's really weird. And I'm assuming the one in episode six, we're just assuming it's just a fucking huge one. Because this one that's trying to hug Han is about the same size as Han. It's a baby Sarlacc, yeah. Huh. Yeah, see, you start Googling stuff and you start hating your own shit. That's not good. That's why I don't do any research. I don't look up news anymore. I don't want to do the backstory. I just, you know, it's too much. It's like for a a period... I don't know when that comic came out, but... It's like there was a period of time where there wasn't much happening. 
and they were just kind of going back to things that were already in canon. Like, how can we just kind of add to this backstory? Oh, let's make the Sarlacc that it can move and add arms and legs to it, and it has babies. Well, to be honest, the way they had it set up was pretty dumb. Like you said, it just sits there waiting for things to fall in its mouth. It, wait, it waits for a crime lord to have prisoners so it can feed for the next thousand years. It's like a giant sand Venus flytrap. Also, we're assuming Sarlaccs live for thousand a thousand years so it can digest its food? Yeah, dude. How many calories does it need to have <laughs> in it just to sit a for of- a thousand years? Yeah. Also, that whole that threat means nothing because even if it dige- slowly digests you over a thousand years, just walk out. If you're well, if you're a human, you're gonna die in like you know thirty, so you don't you don't feel the pain of the rest of that digestion. Yeah, you would you would die of time. T- of time, <laughs> I died of time, bro. <laughs> Before you die of the Sarlacc digestion track. I've actually always wondered that. If you have decent armor, it's not even going to eat through your armor. You're just going to fall asleep forever. Well, that's what happened to Boba Fett. We're going to find out. It's holiday season. What happened to Boba? Oh, he took a nap till he died in the Sarlacc. <laughs> he took a nap till he died. He didn't. No, he took a nap till he busted out. True. Do you? Th- how much do you want to bet the show opens with a super dark, dank shot, and he's in the Sarlacc pit, and he gets him gets his way out of it? We see him in Mando, but you think the show is going to go back a couple years and we're going to see him escape? Well, I mean, they'll they'll write something in there like that his his armor can't wasn't digestible, so it like spit him out or some shit, so he was just like left to die in the sand and someone yeah. found him or something. Well, part of that's in there cuz that's how bro comes across the armor. Maybe or no, Jawas come across it and then they sell it to him. But I mean, like, actually seeing Boba Fett claw his way out. I'd rather not, to be honest. I'm, the less Sarlaccs, the better. Like, we can make fun of the space ticks in episode two. We can make... But, like, I'm actually kind of okay with the space ticks. Even the big <laughs> asteroid worm, I'm kind of okay with it. But a Sarlacc pit... I'm, I'm more okay with the Sarlacc than I am with the asteroid worm because there's no oxygen or environment. That thing should be dead. And how often are things landing on asteroids to become food for that thing? Dude, it's got... Less often than people are walking across the Dune Sea and falling into the Sarlacc. You know how it eats? Is it just slowly digests the Minox that are inside of it, that are that are reproducing inside of it. Oh, dude, that's a legit setup. So you don't so even it have It eats to eat. half the Minox, the other half the Minox, lay more Minox, it eats those, and then the other ones grow up, and then more they lay the more eggs, eat. and then it eats... How'd they get there as well? Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> Does the worm have gravity inside of it? Which came first? <laughs> the worm or the Minox? Yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> I don't know. It's See, all- why would I bother watching Bad Batch when we can just talk about this? Yeah. Ah. yeah. So to wrap everything back around, I have uh, my background as N64 Pod Racer. Because, I, I mean, I've, I've had it on... Xbox, so I, I booted it up and I just wanted some mindless stuff to, to play. And it's on Xbox. Yeah, I played on Xbox. Yeah. What? I didn't know that. I it thought was, it was. I thought it was only on Switch. Oh no! I've yeah. I bought it. It was like five bucks on Xbox or something. Ten bucks. Fucking a. That's cool. <clears throat> um, it's it, it holds up a lot better than I thought it would. Let me say that. 
Because it's, I mean, it's a straightforward racing game, but they uh, they do enough on the maps that it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this one's hard because of this. This one's hard because of that. But dude, and it gets crazy hard. I've only yeah. ever beat like the first two circuits. I've never done the third one. Oh, really? There's yeah. Well, you're saying sets of races. Yeah, because there's there's three, right? Yeah, uh, more now, I think. But yeah, yeah, they get pretty hard, man. I uh, I tried to jump ahead. Without up updating, and I'm I'm just racing as Anakin, and mm, nah. I had to jump back. <laughs> yep, you gotta get those Trugits and sell them and buy God upgrades for your Trugits. thing. Why are they making more types of currency? I there's too many currencies. If oh, if Qui Gon had twenty thousand Trugits with him, he would have gotten whatever he wanted from. Yeah, Wild. here's what was both the, slaves and a fucking hyperdrive. What was the exchange rate on Trugits to credits? On yeah, why did, wasn't that his first? Why didn't he just go to the bank first? And just swap currencies. Because surely there's got to be a bank there that, like, you know, no one wants your credits on tattooing, but, you know, the bank, they can trade it with somebody else. And isn't all currency digital? What the fuck? The Republic doesn't exist out there, though, so they wouldn't have an exchange house or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but there's got to be some pirate or bounty hunter that's coming through, and they have different types of currency, and they, you know, they got to swap it out somehow. Yeah. And I feel like... Isn't it just all digital, though? I don't know. Yeah, you just transfer a number from my iPad to yours, and now you're richer than I am because your number's bigger. It's like, okay, I don't... Exactly. I don't know. Hey. Do, do we ever see physical coins? Well, we see it in Mando. Yeah. We see the little jelly cubes that he gets <laughs> for, for murdering. The mon- What's the exchange rate on those? This, here's here's three jelly packets. The Mon Calamari <laughs> jelly to Beskar. What's the exchange rate? Three jelly packets and two soy sauce packets. Thank <laughs> you for your business. <laughs> One fried rice, please, to go. <laughs> oh, man. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, N64 Pod Racer. The updates are decent. It's a fun game. It's Yeah. So much it easier is, to play. It stays so true to itself, though, because it, they, they literally like updated the graphics a little bit, and that's it. The right. game the game right uh which is kind of nice because it's fucking goofy it is goofy i love it yeah eb endicott still looks like a demented clown yep it's the most ugly creature it is it is it he it they they it is creepier than it the movie Uh, yeah i don't know we shared this a long time ago i don't know if anyone's seen eb endicott Turn uh, the uh, the music back on, though. Oh shit! I thought it was hum, hum along. There we go. Every time. Oh it, my god! It gets shared and unshared. It changes. Jesus, that's terrible. There you go. This is a uh, good old Ebby. Eb. That's not good. And he has a C-section scar. Is it a she? Dude, is what? War- is that a war wound? It's got chicken legs, <laughs> Snorlax torso, eagle, no, not even eagle. It's got like furry arms. Why is there no fur anywhere except for his arms and his face? He's been plucked. <laughs> he got he almost he was almost cooked by Chewbacca with the porgs that one day. That's so It's this is terif- truly terrifying. Yeah, and when you guys get a chance, just eat ED EB Endicott. It's terrifying. And yeah, sorry for everyone that's not watching live. My bad. But uh, you know what we're talking about. Horrible. Yeah. So, you know, it had to have been concept art that was left out of the movie 
And then they were Maybe. like, what's all the uh, concept art pod racer stuff? We got to put any extra shit in this game. Maybe that was a transition from dinosaurs to uh, velociraptors to birds. He's somewhere in the middle there. I don't think there's velociraptors in Star Wars. Minox. Let me think. There's underwater Godzilla. Let me see. Yeah, but it's not called Godzilla. Uh, his name is Bigger Fish. Hello, Mr. Bigger Fish. Good to see you again. <laughs> Big, biggest. You're fish. always there. You're always there. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's horrible. Is he the only one in the in the lineup that isn't in the movie? Oh no, there's a lot. They made there was a swamp thing, dude. Have you ever seen the swamp thing? No. Racer. Oh my god, it's literally just a lizard with like a sucker on its face. <laughs> I'm getting uh, deja vu that we've done this before. Looked up all the pod racer people. Looked it up. Did you find it? Yes. Hang on. I got to go back to the screen. This is crazy. Aldar Beto. Oh, that's not. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Ark Roos. What Roos. the fuck is that? That's like a that's a fucking old tree stump. <laughs> Racing. Hey, the eyes. The bumpy tree stump. Oh my god. Quads and arrows. arrows. I yeah. love. Bulls roar. I don't remember him from this. Oh god, I hit the button. God damn it, get out of here. See, oh, yeah, there's a there lot of them. Bozzy Baranta. They were just like, this is only going in a game. You gotta make up whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, they didn't give a shit. Sorry, I keep clicking buttons. Bullseye. Look at his little that's his <laughs> just that's a fucking his, diamond. Yeah. Clegg hold fast. I do he's, I do remember cool. him. Yeah. He's not bad. Is this what you were talking about, Swamp Thing? No, it gets worse. Darth Vader. Well, it's Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but <laughs> you what do you think do you think after he became Darth Vader, he demanded <laughs> that all of his personal records be changed? From Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. Darth Vader has the fastest lap time on this circuit. <laughs> There's just a record in the slaves that Wada used to own, and it was just Shmi Skywalker, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. <laughs> he used to own Darth Vader? No he way. Did. Yeah. And I'm sure that's, yeah, he, he tells people on Tatooine all the time, dude, I, I used, used to, to own, own Darth Vader. I used to own Darth Vader. <laughs> so technically, I'm the emperor, really, if you think about it. Dude, I'm his father. Think about that, Luke. Oh man, that's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> Dudbolt. Yep. Classic. You know Dudbolt. There's the terrifying There's the fat swamp clown. Thing. Elon Mack. That's the swamp thing. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is in the game. Fud saying. Yeah, this is it's got like a it's like a maggot. Dude, the picture on from the game is from the front, so he's just got like a sucker <laughs> on the on his face. It's crazy. That's disgusting. This four armed dude. Gascano is awesome. Yeah, there's a lot more than I thought. You must be able... I never beat the game. Some of these must be unlockables. No, every time you win a, a circuit and you get first, you get the main racer's pod. All right. There must be just a few that I've never unlocked then because I'm bad at the game. We know those guys. Neva Key. I don't know who that is. Odie, Odie Mandrell. Mandrell, love. Rats Terrell's cool. Zababa. Yeah, there's... Toy dampener. What? <laughs> Juan Sandage. 
Dude, Juan Sandage. They were just throwing everything at the wall, Dude, huh? Dude, Anakin hated that guy. This looks like the Grinch with grass on him. Jesus. Anakin's, uh... Oh, man. If you are uh, listening to this after... The you stream, own Darth Vader, bro. Do yourself a favor and just search up all the characters from Episode 1 Podracer. Just so you can see what the hell is going on. What if Darth Vader ran into Watto late in, later in his years? <laughs> Watto is just uh, applying for a job at the Empire. Little Lenny? <laughs> just chokes him, cuts him in half right there. How dare you? You build me one of those pod racers, eh? <laughs> Good game, what, though. wonder if he does anything in his spare time just to kind of blow off steam. Like, you think he's got a... You think he built a pod racer circuit on Mustafar near his castle just to, you know, fuck around? I honestly think he has like his own engineering shop, and that's like his tie advanced. I think he probably hand built that shit. Also, while we're on this topic, he's got his own garage. I honestly, that's I seriously, while, while in between murdering people, I think he goes back and you know turns wrenches. Yeah, because that's what he knows, and he can it can help him murder more people in the future. So it's kind of just you know plant win win. Yeah. Um, while we're on this topic, I did some googling. That's dangerous. So I was wondering how, what, when, where, why uh, Vader's castle. What about it? Who built it? Where is it from? Was it something that he had built? Was it something that he... It was like an ancient Sith temple? It's an old Sith thing, and there was a comic story where he had to like go through some test and trial to like get it, like claim ownership of it from this Sith ghost or whatever. Something like yes, that. Yes, so Darth Momin... M-O-M-I-N was an ancient Sith Lord engineer or some fucking architect, but he basically the, so Darth Momin's mask was in the Jedi Temple, I believe. In the Jedi Archives. And Vader went and got it and it started talking to him and basically he learned how to build Vader's cat or a castle that would work above an ancient Sith burial ground or something on Mustafar. So he actually did build the castle then. Well, it had to it had to have been built under certain circumstances so it could withstand the power. Okay. And I I, I guess like the first handful of attempts it crumbled on its under the its own power basically. So cool. he he basically was talking to a mask to build a castle, which sounds ridiculous, but then you look at Kylo talking to a mask. Yep. And you're like I get it. I, Except I get that it. was just Palpatine. Right. Well, his was to conquer the galaxy, not to build a house, you know. Yeah, but still, he was talking to Vader's mask, but it was Palpatine that was talking back to him. Dude, does that piss you off? No, because when Kylo walks into Exegol and Palpatine changes voices and says all that shit, it gives me chills, so I don't care about the rest of it. It irks me for sure. <laughs> it really irks me. I, it, you know what? Yeah. I love and hate the fact that Sidious is all knowing and all powerful. It does make it like it makes the villain boring at some. You know what I mean? Well, not only that, but if there was any sense of Vader left, I would assume it would be in his mask. And you're telling me that zero percent of what Kylo heard from his grandfather? There's bloodline attached to that too so it's like dude i, I was talking to my this mask because one it's it's my grandfather 
two, it's one of the strongest sits of all time. And of course, it's not him because palp is a thing. Well, it does make sense though because Anakin gets redeemed and becomes a Jedi Force ghost on the light side. So the fact that he would be talking to his evil grandson, except to say, hey, chill the fuck out. I mean, it's a valid point, but I guess my thought is Darth Momin has a mask and he was an ancient Sith and he can talk through it. You know, Bane, Bane talked to a holocron of Revan and learned a bunch of shit, but Revan or Kylo can't talk to Vader's mask. Also, the Skywalker lightsaber talked to Rey. So, like, it doesn't even have to be an entity. It, there, there could be... That's true. Of, or an essence built, but of course... Yeah, that is dark kind of side, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of, like, set themselves up with all these items that were attached to events or people and then they, they, in the dark side it's just like oh it's all palpy it's been M -M 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 -M. I'm like dude of course it was this whole time palpy and then scene. just to wrap it all around I throw my theory out there that it's all been Bane so it's Bane the whole time so fuck you palps I agree with that I would rather have Bane be the thing than palpy See, be the thing now I like all this <laughs> Star Wars is saved <laughs> well alright hang on though the Bane theory is kind of we kind of talk ourselves out of it if we say Palpatine started ignoring the rule of two and that kind of led to his demise. So if that's true, then that was Bane that was then ignoring his own rules, which I don't think he would do. True. Well, and then you get into that, how much of Bane is left? Well, true. It could be like Voldemort where his soul's getting split and he's like weaker and weaker every time he takes somebody's thing over. Well, especially which, when you run yeah. into like a Palpy who is immensely powerful. Like when Bane tries the essence transfer into him, Palp's like, <laughs> get Dude, out of here. <laughs> that would be awesome in a comic or something to have like Palpatine has, he's like 10% Darth Bane and he has like Bane in his head trying to get him to do things and like talk to him and convince him. Kind of like in the Dooku book where Asajj has like yeah, her old master like talking to her in her head even though he's obviously not there. Yeah, that'd be cool. And to see like Palpatine's internal struggle and like Bane's trying to talk him to, into doing stuff and Palpatine's like, no, I want 14 apprentices. Yeah, you know, I, I uh, breezed through episode one recently and that's kind of probably why I started playing uh, the Podracer game because I, that's one of the best scenes uh, in episode one. Oh, yeah. But in all of Star Wars, really. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of holes in episode one. That, yeah, yeah, it's just like what? Let's talk about it. I love episode one. I haven't I seen it in a while, know. but I love it. Let me let me write them down later. <laughs> you just watched it. it; should be fresh, fresh yeah. off the dome. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's some stuff in that one. Oh well, so like. Always two there are, no more, no less. Yoda, how do you know that? Um, he's eight hundred years old. So he hasn't seen the Sith since ever. He's never seen a Sith. Ever. But he knows all of it. He knows it all. <laughs> I wonder if they talk about that in the High Republic. Well, that's just it. Yeah. They can always fix it with another goddamn story. I mean, the Sith haven't been seen, but there's probably still records or stories or whatever about when they were still around. Yeah, I guess my thought is even when you go all the way back to Darth Bane, which is a thousand years before the movies that we've seen, 
he kills the Dark Brotherhood. He basically murders all the Sith. From yes. that point forward, the Jedi assume all Sith are dead. So what are you basing all of your assumptions off of, Yoda? I'm I'm more critical of Yoda more and more often because <laughs> you know he he, it's he that he, seniority he, man just like he, you're must be the oldest and the wisest so you get to lead and he's just like drunk he's, the whole time. he's lost he's lost man he's and you can see it and I I I don't know I wonder if there was a an uprising against Yoda at some point where they're like dude. Fucking old. Like he, what? He just takes them all on. Well, he's strong, so yeah. He. he the only thing that uh, powerful beings are afraid of are losing their power. <laughs> True. Even one like Yoda. Not he, he drops Jedi. some knowledge, though. You know, he's a very knowledgeable being. But that's where it ends. You know, when he starts talking about clouding judgments and can't see the future and dark side cloud, and you're like. What can you do, Yoda? All you told us yeah. in the, in all of the movies, when you talk about the future, you said Anakin's future is clouded. That's basically the only information that you've given us that's like, ah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. What are you telling me? Is that good or bad? You literally just said, tomorrow's not today. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? What are you talking? Yes, of course, tomorrow's not today. What do you mean it's clouded? I mean, it could be from a certain what? point of view. What, Mike? My question to you, bitch Yoda. What isn't clouded? Tell me anything about the future that's not clouded. What's for lunch tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. The tuna, I think, is going bad. As <laughs> oh, so that's clouded too. Yep. They're gonna have to make a seafood stew. They're so worried. You know, Qui Gon does yeah. drops more knowledge than 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 you think with him only being in a, the first movie. But I love Qui Gon. Keep your. Uh, what does he say? Keep your mind on the here and now and on the present. Yep. Don't worry about the future and the past. And I think that's what the Jedi, they start worrying about the future so much, worrying mm -hmm. about what Anakin could become, that mm -hmm. they do lose, lose, blah, blah, they do lose sight. They do lose. They do lose. They lose clues. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of an analogy to another movie or series or something, but it's, it's like the wise old sage shouldn't be in charge. He should be like advising someone who's in charge. Yeah, because he has a bunch of like spiritual wisdom, and you know, he's probably good at training Jedi. But as far as leading the order and like handling the politics and all that stuff, it probably should not be him. He also talks very in like mystical ways, very high level. Like he talks We're, backwards. You mean? Oh, you know, back in the day, we used to talk like this. Yeah. Ima <laughs> Imagine like appointing someone to the Jedi Order, and it's Yoda, and he talks backwards. And going to the Senate and being like, this is our leader now. He's like, this guy can't even talk. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. He's speaking in riddles. Speaking in riddles. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Go yeah, on. You were, saying, like, you were saying something about him being mystical? Well, it's just like, you know, that I think there might have been more of a balance, you know, between like Mace and Yoda. Yoda's very high level mystical. Mace is like, I don't fucking trust the kid. Fuck him. Right. He wants to get you're shit like, done. You're like, oh, there's got to be somewhere in the middle where I think Obi-Wan does live. Kind of like he does trust in the force, but he isn't as clouded because he, he's in on the front lines doing shit. Mm -hmm. Yoda does shit, kind of. I mean, he saves Anakin and Obi-Wan in episode two, but I don't know. And he obviously fights the Emperor, but... Obi-Wan should be in charge for sure. 
Obi-Wan's, he's like Jon Snow. He's like trapped yeah. in between two sides and he's like, wants to do the right thing, but, and also probably knows that Anakin's fucking around and loves him. So he wants to, you know, keep him safe, but also kind of doesn't trust him because he's losing his mind a little bit. And this whole thing about Padme and everything. And he just can't act because he wants to do the right thing, but he also cares about Anakin. So he's just kind of frozen. Yeah. Until push yeah. comes to shove and he has to cut Star off Wars all is, his limbs. Star Wars is just the tragedy of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, I always... You, you you said that for a long time, that it was, you know, Rise and Fall of Darth Vader. And I don't disagree with that, at least for the first six, but I just, I feel like less and less that it's about Vader. Well, now it's about Palpy. I was going to say, Palpatine's like the looming force behind everything. Yeah, but... Since the very beginning, Palpy. it's always been Palpatine. Ah, oh, believe me, I hate it. Palpy, Palpy is no longer a character. Like, like you said, he's more... <laughs> He's more of like an essence of hate, so he doesn't like he doesn't die clearly. Essence of hate. It's a cool band name. Essence of hate. Palpy. <laughs> Volume one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I uh, I think that's what he's supposed to be. Is kind of more of just representing evil, no matter who gets in front of him. Whether it's friends, family, whoever, you know, Vader is from a certain point of view. That's his like his buddy, and he fucks him over constantly, but it keeps him Vader on his toes. So it's a uh, you know very brutal. It's a savage test, yeah, yeah. It's like in Succession. You haven't watched Succession, have you? No. Well, I'm, I won't get into it, but yeah, it's like you're engineering things that seem really cruel, but you know, if you want to rule the galaxy. You got to be a savage. So I'm going to try to kill you a bunch. And if you survive, then you're probably worthwhile. Well, it's like peace is just having a bigger stick than everybody else. Oh, that's what peace is. And that's what Palpy does. Peace. We need peace. So we need a death ball. So build it. (laughs) (laughs) And then build me a bigger one. And then (laughs) in a quarter of the time. Yeah. 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 So, Phantom Menace is the most recent movie of the wars that you've watched? It is. It is. You know, I was going to try to just go through all of them, but uh, I was in an episode one mood. So, I wanted to do it. So, Well, that's where you would start. So, you can still do that. You know what I do like is uh, that I have come around since uh, uh, childhood is Boss Nass. I know he's kind of a goofy character, but I actually kind of like the character of Boss Nass. He's wise, too. He is. He's a very... I mean, he's protective of his community, and and Theed wasn't throwing him any bones, so fuck him. Right. So we have our our water city, and we live down here. Fuck him. And then when shit hits the fan, they are ready to do awesome part, or whatever the fuck he says. (laughs) And they do their part, while Jar fucks up and they kind of half lose they do their part and now there's peace well he's a good judge of character you know he's wise and outside then of when what him appointing Jar Jar Bombad General yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> I just rethought my whole life it's been palpy the whole time <laughs> well that's maybe okay yeah I can't really defend that one <laughs> I was gonna say that's just him throwing him a bone and like you didn't die you helped us out so here's this Probably supposed to be an honorary uh, title, not him actually on the front lines, but you know. You know, uh, 
random thing that they threw in episode one, not random, but they kind of just left at the front door, was the whole life debt from Jar Jar to Qui-Gon. Jar Jar was supposed to be Qui-Gon's companion his entire life. And with the death... Well, he died. Well, with the death of Qui-Gon, does does that transfer to Obi-Wan or is now free? That's tricky because then how long... Do you have to? Well, yeah, that? it's not. It's not. A, it's not slavery. You don't. You're not. So yeah, if you're, I guess if you're like that. But what if? What if Jar Jar lives for like 150 and it just has to go from Qui Gon to Obi Wan then to Anakin? Yeah. And Jar Jar's just serving Darth Vader with a life debt. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's I what I think. Jar Jar says that, and Qui Gon says no, basically. But then later on, he says it to Boss Nash just to get what he needs, so he yeah. can get his business done. But I don't think it's actually in effect. Yeah, well, I don't I'm just, think it's real. It's it's a weird thing that they kind of threw in episode one from like a real callback, life day and life debts with uh, the Wookies. Yeah. Well, you see it with uh, in Kotor with Zalbar. Yeah. I, well, I wonder when's the first mention of life debt. It might be Phantom Menace. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know how to say that. I wonder. Yeah, if 2003, if a life debt. Well, no, because 99 would have been yeah, episode Phantom one. Menace, yeah, it was first. Yeah, maybe that was it. Man, what a mm-hmm. crazy thing to, for them to throw into Kotor to call upon Episode One. Like yeah. that? Oh, we'll throw that in and make it better. Make it actually worthwhile. Yeah, there's no Gungans in uh, Phantom Menace, though. Or er, there's no <laughs> half the fucking movie. Correction: There's only Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> there's no Gungans in Kotor, is what I meant. They threw a lot of stuff in there, but no Gungans, no Gungas. Yeah. I really do hate the fact that they bring uh, Jar Jar along on Tatooine. It really, it really pisses me off because it doesn't make any sense. Also, it doesn't. While we're shitting on Jar Jar, which I have come around to a little bit, I'm okay with it. Whatever, just too much screen time. There is some goofy stuff that they put in Episode One uh, when they're going through the planet core, and he turns around. And there's a cobra fish, and his eyes pop out of his head. That's way too cartoony for me to live in a Star Wars film. I never, I've never even noticed that in my his life. His eyes, they don't pop <laughs> out of his head, but it, you know they're on stalks, and they like stretch out and like it, dude. It's it's a cartoon it, for a half a second. Looney Tunes, yeah. It's Looney Tunes for half a second. That's hilarious. And it does piss me off that they went that far. Like it can be for kids. Yeah, that's fine. But the fact that they went that far, that it's like no longer. Yeah. It's no longer live action. You just made this a cartoon. Wow. I'll have to go and, and hunt for that because I've never seen it. Yeah, just pay pay attention. He turns around. Oh, big cobra fish in his eyes pop out of his head. It's like, oh, my God, stop it. <laughs> that does really make me mad because it just changes the whole tone of the movie. Like, you can have a goofy rabbit, but as soon as they start eye popping, done. Where'd that t- Where'd that term come from? Is he a rabbit? He's not a rabbit. They're like they're amphibian. Yeah, he's just got like rabbit ears, I guess. I don't know. Those are like flippers for his head. Does he use them? Does Toro? They look like flippers. They're like for him to paddle <laughs> in the water while he's underwater and shit. Is that to hear the bigger fish? No, it's to paddle away from the big fish as fast as he can. Does he have ears? Does he uh, they. What was <sighs> I gonna say? Speaking of episode one, you know one thing that I um, from heavy nostalgia 
that I really miss is the map on Battlefront 1 in the fields with all the statues. With all the statues? Just on Naboo in the field? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. in the second one. Yeah. I know. I, I miss that map, man. So much. That was so fun. It's just an open field. <laughs> I know. It was just so... It was uh, iconic, though, you know? That's such but, a big scene in Phantom Menace. So when you get to play in that scene, it was so fun. What's your top five things of Phantom Menace? Top five things? It can, it can be... Well, obviously Darth Maul is going to be there. So it could be characters, it can be events, <laughs> battles, it can be scenes. Um. Okay. Padres, for sure. Okay. I'm writing these down. I was going to say, I'm going to do that too, because I, I don't know how to count to five. So, Padres. Um, I'm going to say, we well, want to go back and forth? Or you agree with me on that one? No, Padres is definitely one. Yeah. I love Darth Maul, but I think what I'm going to say is like the whole fight scene with sure. Darth Maul. Okay. So Darth Maul so, fight scene for sure. But Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. <laughs> you agree with Darth Maul? Um It's hard not to. You can't not you can't pick five and not say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna say? So it's gonna be Darth Maul slash death of Qui-Gon. I think the fact that they went that far to introduce a character, make such a impact on the movie by picking up Anakin and then killing him off. It was a very ballsy move. So, no, yep. I like it. So um, maybe maybe that, yeah. that maybe that's two of them, Qui-Gon's death. I was going to say, I'm, I'm just going to say Qui-Gon in general. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn. He's my favorite Jedi, and he's only in episode one. So, got to pick that. He's a big deal. Okay. Um, Coruscant. I have such memories of watching episode one and just the whole vibe of Coruscant. They leave Tatooine, they arrive, the landing pad that's floating, the Senate yeah. chambers, all that. Yeah. You know what's crazy is uh, I know in the Plagueis book, it overlaps, the story overlaps with episode one. Yeah. And they particularly bring up that Master Qui Gon, well, what are midichlorians and there's, you know, whatever. What are you thinking about? Can that's I say midichlorians the... for number five? Oh, there you go. I like the midichlorian thing. I um, won't say that. I'm just saying, should I say that? Uh, there was a sweeping shot during that landing pad scene, and it almost gave me the feeling that this is what Plagueis is seeing. He's seeing the, the Jedi land... Because, like, like I said, it overlaps, and there is a direct scene in the Plagueis book where he's watching Anakin land on a on a landing pad, and he sees his apprentice meet them out there. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and then in the movie, I see this like real wide sweeping shot, and it's like from way out. I'm like, maybe that's what Plagueis is seeing right there. You know, just kind of forcing. That's it. That's a good example of like an author writing some expanded universe stuff and going to the scenes. And like taking things out of the movie and expanding on them, like seeing yeah. that part, that scene from Episode One, and saying like, "Oh, what if this was actually from Plagueis' point of view?" You know? Yeah, it happened in the opposite order, but yes, yeah. I'm gonna throw uh, the end battle for the crazy, and I'm just gonna leave it as end battle because there's those four scenes that are going on, but the bouncing around hecticness with the starfighter stuff, the palace raid. The Gungans and then uh, Jedi and, and Maul. Yep. 
I love the fact that they went that far. That it's this. This is mayhem. This is the beginning of the Star War. This yep. is where we got to go. So, um, I, I like it. I, I wish. I wish uh, things were more hectic in the movies. And I think like you see that in Scarif. I think that's why I like Scarif so much because we do get that spaceship ground battle and like there's so much going on and it feels very hectic. Go ahead. No, no Jedi Sith battles though in in Rogue One. That's what makes it even better. Because it's the people that are making the difference, not some lightsabers. Mystic bastards. We should have renamed the show Mystic Bastards. I agree. Tomorrow on Mystic Bastards. Oh yeah, we were gonna. We're supposed to rename it every week. All right, today on the Liquid Death Experience Hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So right yeah. now I've got Pod Race, Darth Maul, Qui Gon, and I put Qui Gon's death and yeah. the end battle. Were you putting Midichlorians as? You know, I kind of want to, because um, I, no. I like the storyline with Anakin. I can't say I love Anakin. Um, Tatooine's cool, you know, but it's stuff that we've seen. I like the nostalgia feel of going back there, but I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorite parts. Um, hmm. I'm gonna throw one out there that I think might hit your radar here, and I'm just gonna say the Nubians, and that's gonna include Naboo. Yeah, but I love the setting. I love the architecture. I like, like down to like even the queen's robes. For I know that's kind of a the queen's queen wardrobe, wardrobe, maybe wardrobe. But like they're unique at least, and they kind of like fit the culture around the Nubians. Love I, the Nubian culture and yeah. the ships that they build. Like everything around the Naboo culture seems really unique to me, and I I've, I've always liked it. You know, I really do like the Nubians. But I'm going to actually go the other direction, and I'm going to say the battle droids and the droid army. Yeah. The battle droids the themselves, tanks. the tanks, the little fucking upright speeder bike things that they have. Um, I've, yeah. Just always dig the, the battle droids. Yeah. Those I do. Re- I don't even know what they are. They're like a fucking pogo stick that flies through the air. Why <laughs> do they need awesome. to... Some- Why are they sending one droid over somewhere? I love Why it. Not- I love it, dude. And the transport ships with the big double wings. Those are oh, so sweet. Oh, what about the infiltrator? The infiltrator. Isn't that uh, Darth Maul? Oh, Darth Maul's ship. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Very nice. That's Remember, a very cool. One of the OG Star Wars Legos. Yeah. Yeah, I put the, the Nubians as mine. I put battle droids for mine. I do like the battle droids a lot. Perfectly and they kind of went downhill from there. Maybe it felt so cool and so fresh. The tanks held up. Yeah. Tanks are so fucking cool, and the sound, whoa, 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 whoa. And then when they fire, you're like, dude. Oh, the, I didn't even t- mention the droidicas. The fucking droidicas. The droidicas, and uh, so our top seven things about episode <laughs> one. <laughs> and uh, the whole, whole movie, top eight things. Because honestly, I can't leave this out, the soundtrack. Oh, shit, the top nine things? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the score is so good. Darth uh, Maul's lightsaber. Yeah, top ten things. Groundbreaking. Dude, for how dumb that sounds, when he ignites it, you're like, What? I didn't There's know two. they could do that. They couldn't until they did. <laughs> the exa- that's the whole thing of Star Wars. They couldn't do it until they did. Any any movie, really. Han taking off into light speed from a hangar. Can you do that? And then landing out of light speed onto a planet. Honestly, it's... Impossible. First of all, for a human to do it, he's not the only human that can do it. He accidentally did that shit. Yeah, that's how he does everything, though. I accidentally got Leia pregnant. Accidentally flew out of the hangar. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, accidentally let his son kill him. 
Speaking of Han. No. I was thinking about in the Disney universe that they've created. I know a lot of people want to go forward in time to do certain um, legends, stories, maybe with Thrawn or something like that, or go back, obviously, with Bane or whatever. But I was kind of thinking about different opportunities that they have that they've already set up for us. And I know they're moving forward with like Lando with uh, Donald Glover. Um, but the other one that I thought was like, dude, just give me a Kira movie with her working under Maul. Make Solo to happen. It would Kira one happen. Make Lord Kira. I no, I think they all they all have crossover enough that it should be a Solo too. I I agree with you. I'm not saying I'm not trying to say that it's a different thing. I think that that it would be part of that same story though. Yeah, I guess uh, I would. I'd be okay with it if they never cross paths again, though. I, I would literally like to see Kira working under Maul and it really start twisting her mind, because he would just control her. Let's get that out there. She's cool and she's strong, and I think she's very useful, especially for a guy like Maul. But as soon as he lets her in, he's gonna fucking toss her out and just yeah. use her to an extent until he's done with her. As Sith do, mm-hmm. but it would be cool to see kind of that mind twisting mind. You don't even have to have a redemption, but maybe there is some type of learning where she gets killed in front of Han, and he really starts like understanding there is yeah. a very deep evil that he didn't realize exists in the universe. Well, they could do something like. Well, I guess that's not the same exact thing. I was going to say they could be kind of um, intertwined around the same story, even if they don't cross paths technically. Well, like yeah, they're what? just barely kind of bumping into each other. And like Kira's taken off from somewhere as Han arrives and like they don't really have FaceTime, but they're they're kind of following the same path. They could be pulling the strings from opposite ends. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's say, I don't know, there's. There's a world that needs saving, and Han's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start trying to do maybe some rebel stuff. You know, I'll, I'll start helping." And now Kira's on the other side; she's pulling the strings to fuck over these these people that are trying. I don't know. They're, she's trying to control. Let's just say, let's just say, there's well, like, the crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah, Crimson. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know, dude. There's five major crime syndicates, and there's so much time in between episode three and four. Where the rebellion's getting built before we get to rebels after Order sixty six, and these crime syndicates are doing all of their th- shit while the Empire is trying to establish power. There's so much room there for everything. Mm-hmm. Not just Crimson Dawn and Kira. I think that'd be a place to go. But they could cross over. They could have a whole. I don't know. I just wish they could do. <laughs> I told you. I told you and myself we wouldn't talk about Marvel. You know, but this is one of those I would actually, you've heard it here first, I would actually be okay if they animated the Kira thing. First of all, Darth Maul on screen again would be difficult to do since they've done so much animated Darth Maul. Yeah, but Ray Park's still in like perfect physical form, so he would crush it. it. I get it, but it's probably cheaper and it could mass produce it. And it's not, it doesn't have to be that deep of a show per se just kind of a one-off these are the inner workings of what maul's doing for crimson dawn go like do it like a one-off 10 episode thing whatever i don't yeah. know they have they are 
I have more faith in them making a movie faster than they can make a show at this point. So, uh, very true. <laughs> I'd rather it be a movie. Did you hear that they uh, they finally landed on a writer for Rogue Squadron, the movie? Uh, that's good to know. Uh, I have never heard of him, and he's definitely never written anything. <laughs> that could be good or bad. I'm not even joking. There was like one movie that I heard. Well, he must have had a good pitch of the story then. Uh, Matthew Robinson. Swiss Family Robinson? Matthew Robinson. The reason I brought up Marvel, just to while you look that up, is I was just saying Star Wars could have its own little phases. So like phase seven could just be this whole time period between three and four just talking about empire building up rebellion in the background crime syndicates crimson dawn kira smugglers bounty hunters all that kind of stuff she could also play a galen urso aspect where she's working for the bad guy and comes around for half a second like darth maul's not the way crimson dawn's not the way these people are fucked i need to send xyz info out to someone who can make a difference because this shit needs to end yeah and then she just basically galen urso's you know she needs she she's done um so getting back to matthew robinson who is uh slotted to write the story for rogue squadron nice uh say writer or screenwriter it says writer sometimes they're two different things sometimes they're not well, yeah, so a writer, I would assume, writes the story. Screenwriter would be writing the script. Yep. Um, so he's known for, get ready for this. Great, Jeff. I've never heard of almost any of this. So the first one is The Intention of Lying. Oh, I'm sorry. The Invention of Lying. Uh, there was a movie called Love and Monsters, which I have seen the cover of. I've never seen it. Okay. And then Dora... And the Lost City of Gold. That's the Door Explorer movie? Yeah. Those are the films that he has written. Huh. All right. Well. How good was Dora the Explorer? <laughs> well, uh, and I had, you know, the the one thing that I had read, they, they claimed that Love and Monsters was a lot better than anyone had, you know, exclaimed. But I don't know what, you know. This isn't good or bad because I have no idea what this guy can do. And obviously they landed on him for a reason. Uh, so, yeah. Well, the invention of lying, you know, Ricky Gervais, Jennifer Garner, Jonah Hill, Louis C.K., Rob Lowe, Tina Fey. That's a hell of a lineup. Yeah. And I think uh, he worked with Ricky to write that. So, he, yeah. I mean, he's he's intertwined with a lot of big names. So, uh, hmm. all right. I kind of want to watch that movie now. Yeah, that, I'm going to add it to my very long list of movies that I will never watch. I'm up to, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Instead, mm. I go back and watch Succession for the fourth time. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's how we do it. You want to watch something new? Nope. Let's watch Star Wars. Nope. Did you see the, uh, the, the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer? I just saw that there was a new one out. I haven't seen this second one yet, though. But yeah, I'm, be completely- I'm very excited for that movie. I'm going to be completely honest. I, I, uh, I think I was watching basketball one night, and it came on, and I watched part of it, and then I think the baby started crying, so I, I didn't pay attention. But it was the the little snippet that I saw. I was like, oh, okay, this is... I'm hyped, dude. It looks awesome. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good. I don't know. Different different style of power, so that I'm more interested to see like what 
what he can do, what's like the setting, what is what you know. Yep. What is the story? It is. Oh man, I watched a couple of recaps after the first trailer came out, and I'm trying to r- rack my brain to remember also, what while it was you're, about. While you're racking, uh, Black Widow uh, is coming out in a couple of weeks soon. Oh yeah, I believe. I think it's July 9th. Um, and Loki, we need to get on. I haven't yeah. started yet. And we finished, or sorry, you finished Falcon Winter Soldier after our, before our short break. We never th- talked about the finale. Oh, really? I thought we did. We, I think we texted about it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it was yeah. great. It was a lot better than I thought, but. Uh, yeah, except you were shitting on, the, on his suit. I do not like his suit. I really don't. I wish I did. I think the idea is there, but like seeing it on screen, it looked so bad to me. I like the <laughs> color schemes. I get all his goggles look really bad. Whole face thing looked terrible. <laughs> but like, I, I I I can appreciate it. I'll say it like that. But it just missed me. I, I saw it. I was like, oh god, nice try. The all right. The only thing I didn't like is like the neck part that comes up from the neck around his face and gives him like a little Batman opening. I didn't like that. But I dig everything else. And it was just so triumphant with him kind of blasting through the window and then he unfurls his wings and it's like fucking Captain Falcon Soldier America. Captain Falcon Soldier. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I guess uh, it's... It's fine. (laughs) I don't know. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I feel like I would have liked it if I was ten. Um, well, sometimes when you watch these, you feel like you're ten. So it's true. Did that happen? The uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, though, uh, that whole show was a lot heavier than I ever expected. Yeah. Um, very, very heavy undertones yep. and and uh, but wow. Yeah, I need to I need to give it another watch. Yeah, that's definitely one too because they play they play on a lot of lot of different uh, tones there. Yep, really relevant stuff. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that a little bit. The whole the whole plot of you know what if Thanos was kind of right sometimes, and how that is playing out in the world five years later. It's but that's what I love. They they crazy. finally brought it down to the ground level, and yep. people are back and they feel certain ways about what happened. Yep. And this is us going forward, and it's not all fucking daisies, you know. Like it's people are pissed, right? It's people not as ha- simple as Iron Man saves the day and we all go back to normal. Yeah, yeah. People were better off when half the world was gone, or half the population was gone. People Which is a fucked food. up thing to think. What, but it is, you know. They and they basically started. They were poor. People left. Then they can live in houses and eat. And then they came back and they got kicked out of those houses that they took. And you're like, dude, yep. now we're back to poor. Fuck this world. Fuck Iron Man. He should have un- unclicked the click and do what done the thing. I hope they cover that material kind of more in some other other shows too, because that was one kind of area of it. But I mean, how many other people agree with uh, Thanos? Kind of. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, to be honest, I don't think people agree with Thanos. They just. Well, yeah, no one's, no one's like, saying, yes, Thanos was good. Yeah, it was circumstantial. Like, But when you gone, see the effect of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's cool because that, it, it does kind of bring a very human aspect to a high-level superhero 
Yep. I mean, Marvel, we've talked about it. There's so much to it, but when you, when you dig down, it is about people. And uh, Yep, always. It is, it is cool to see that. So. Yeah, so I was on a long Marvel marathon, um, and I halted because I went to watch Spider-Man Far From Home, and you can't rent it. And I was just being really annoying and just refusing to buy it for some reason. But on digital, like I went to Apple, Hulu, HBO, all those places, and it's not available for rent for some reason. So I just kind of like halted. That was the last one I had to watch. Mm -hmm. So I need to figure out how I can view that and then watch that one. And then I wanted to rewatch WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier and just kind of give them a second look Yeah, before Black Widow comes out. Yeah, I don't know if I can really run through Falcon and Winter Soldier with, like I said, the undertones and the, the message behind. I mean, you talk about racism, you talk about veterans coming back from war and PTSD, you talk about terrorism, you talk about, I mean, and they Super shove soldiers. it all in, dude, they yep. shove it all into like eight episodes and you're like, holy shit. And they make it work in one storyline, which is crazy because, like I said, they, they, they shove a lot in there. So yeah. it's, uh, but it, they, they do right. Uh, yeah. Marvel's, Marvel knocks it out of the park again. I don't and know. And then you got that whole random, like, pseudo Singapore area where there's just like no laws and, yeah. That was so random, but I loved it. Yeah, Louisiana. That's the word. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I want to rewatch that before Black Widow comes out. Loki, I need to get started on. Um, I've just been putting it off for no reason whatsoever. I heard it's really good. I haven't really heard much, to be honest. I've which, which been avoiding be spoilers, but I just heard like really good things. It's like. Like WandaVision was something totally its own thing, different from all the Marvel stuff. Yeah. Throwing that sitcom stuff in there, like that's, you know, kind of never been done before. So I hear Loki is all a bunch of time travel and stuff, and it's similar in that it's off the wall. So I'm looking forward to it. Wow. Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 90, which is great. The audience score gave it a 72. That's, well, it's not as bad as I thought it could be <laughs> I, I, know sense. I know what you're saying yeah i would expect the audience score to i would expect the audience to shit on it more yeah i mean give and take you know with with the underlying messages that they they threw out there a lot of people probably feel different ways about it so yeah all right yeah rotten tomato strikes again what was that one that i oh random Critic score zero percent. Audience score one hundred percent. Yeah, dude. They what was that? This podcast. What, what were we talking about? Was it you and I that were talking about a movie? Yeah, that, yeah. I remember you saying that. I don't remember which one though. Dude, it was like rated fifteen percent, but the audience score was like eighty nine percent. You're like, dude, you are fucked. Yep. What's the point of you? <laughs> What's the point of you? <laughs> to complain about, man. You know what? I haven't seen in a long time, and I, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes still. Skyfall. I haven't watched like a 007 movie in a in a minute. I ran through them, at least the new. Um, why am I blanking on his name right now? What's the what's the Bond's name? Craig Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I, I watched through his because the new one was supposed to come out before COVID. Mm -hmm. So I watched um, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall. Haven't rewatched Spectre yet. I've only seen that one once. I remember absolutely nothing about it. But yes, Skyfall's great. I need to rewatch Spectre. And Casino Royale, honestly, is like one of my favorite movies of all time. 
I enjoy it a lot, too. It's so fantastic. I love that film. It's a little long, but if you're down no. for a long movie, it's... I'm always down for long movies, bro. Until you don't have time. I don't have time for shows. I have time for long movies whenever. Okay. I don't have time to end this podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Recording stopped.